life is short, life is simple, life is joy, life is Hey, sis, you're tapping into a weekly dose of Sis, I Tell You What with Ash. L. And Coco. We're coming in hot today with conversation about boundaries. Let's get to it. Which kind of boundaries? Like, do y'all have boundaries? Like in anything, like any aspect of life, relationships, work, friendships. Oh, I have boundaries at work. Just leave me alone. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. Don't don't talk to me. Don't don't come for me and we will be okay. That's it. Like let me do my job and we cool, but like But you know, they say when you have those type of boundaries, you can't really like move up in the company because people don't can't You're not approachable. Yeah, that's what they think. You know, and it's not that I'm not approachable, it's just that I think these days, these companies have learned to overstep boundaries when it comes to work. I don't feel like I should have to tell you about my life and have a gazillion hours worth of chit-chat time. That small talk. I don't, I'm so bad at small talk. That right. real irrelevant small talk. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm an introvert, and I'm only an ambivert when I, with people I know. So, no, I don't want to talk about what happened this weekend. Hope your mom and dad <laughs> Goodbye. That's all I she said. said. I hope your mom and dad is good. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I have boundaries. Um, but I didn't always like. I feel like I have boundaries at work, but I've worked at a place where I didn't know what a boundary was, and yes, it helped me excel, but at the expense of my own mental stability, like. I was tortured. Do y'all hear me? I'd come home crying. I'd be like, oh my God, I can't do this no more. I was waking up having dreams about this place. Like, man, if these people don't leave me alone, and yet I would go back in and keep dealing with the same like verbal abuse. And it's not necessarily like calling me out my name, but I would be blamed for things, all kinds of weird stuff. So like, I've learned to have that boundary. Um, and I think the only other one that like I really had to come to terms with was my own parent like I did not know what that boundary looked like in real life I severely lacked boundaries like 100% and I'm learning that like I'm like through this whole self-healing journey I'm learning that I really don't have boundaries and I've been in some uncomfortable situations where like I was uncomfortable saying no because I didn't know mm. what the outcome would be. Like, have y'all ever been in any of those situations? <sighs> yeah, I was actually just talking to my boyfriend about it. Mm-mm. I'll tell you no, no, no. I, I appreciate that, Elaine, because I've been in those situations, right? And I feel like I don't wanna I don't wanna like get into the situation or the conversation in a way that we're like being riddled. Right. So basically, if you're in a situation or a scenario and you're sitting and you're with someone or hanging out or you're at a party and someone is approaching you in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable. Right. Or they're having conversation with you that makes you feel uncomfortable. We tend to kind of just go with the flow of it sometimes, basically, because your mind is saying, like, I don't know how this person is going to react if I'm like, no, leave me alone, especially if it's a one-on-one situation. So 
I feel personally that people read energy. It meets them, even if they don't believe in energies or anything like that. Everybody has an energy and everybody reads energy. Once you realize that this person is not engaged, I feel like it's pretty clear. Um, hello, this is not comfortable for me. I don't have to verbally say, no, I'm pushing you away or I'm, I'm kind of like ignoring your conversation, whatever the situation is. So I just feel like people know people are not naive to energy. So I don't know. I just, yeah, I've, I've been in those situations and as I've grown, I've learned a no is a no and leave me the hell alone. And I, I, you know, I've become vocal about that, but that's not where I always was. So I, I sympathize with people that go through those experiences and have to learn that boundary, which they shouldn't because I stand on leave us women the F alone. That is, is, is like, I don't know. Like, like you said, people have energy and people read energy. And like, I feel like at that point you kind of become predatory once you ignore the energy. And like, I actually made a post the other day that said predatory behavior can come from people, you know, and or trust. Like, I was in a weird situation where I feel like I I know, like, in hindsight, I should have said no. But it was like, all right, we're like in this space. We're here. Like, if I say no, what's going to happen? Like, I don't know. And I've known this person for a long time. So it's like, okay. So I kind of like laughed it off after it happened. And then I realized like I was like super uncomfortable Anytime I thought about it, like, I just felt nasty. And I'm just like, yeah, that's probably because that wasn't supposed to happen. That, But I've since, like, completely left that whole that whole situation alone. Yeah. As you should. I mean, as you yep. should. I think sometimes we live in a culture that has fantasized these actions. Like, it basically, it's created what I call, um, trigger warning, rape culture. Mm. where it's a lot of sexualization that's going and it's the boys will be boys thing right it's like an automatic expectation that women have to walk around and protect themselves no we just need y'all to like just do better right like just really literally just do better i shouldn't have to worry about protecting myself now in real life we do but in the same breath why can't y'all just do better i hate the Oh, you have to cover up. Like in high school, it was you can't wear spaghetti strap shirts or you can't wear pants if they're like shorter than your fingertips or you can't do this or you can't do that. And it's just like, what does my shirt have to do with him learning? Or why do I have to be censored if I can learn properly? He should be able to do the same thing. It's weird to me. I don't feel like why do we have to always be in this space? Like, they've even done it to kids now, like sexualizing kids. So, oh, they shouldn't have that on, or they shouldn't do this, or they should, they're kids. What do you, what, what is there to look at? Right. Like, what are we, what are we seeing here? And then, like, it's gotten so bad to where a parent can't even show their child affection. I get that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I think most people that have an issue you know as far as like what you were saying with the sexualization of kids i don't think it's them sexualizing it's you know it seems like pedophilia has really gotten like a lot of it's always been around but they've gotten a lot of um 
like people talk about it a lot attention now. yeah especially like the little kids i mean they're more on the internet like kids are doing stuff a lot on the internet tiktok and instagram and tiktoking with their mama and the cousins and them so yeah so they're doing a lot of the dances and stuff you know so i don't think it's uh, well i do think it is us doing a lot of sexualization but you really can't help it because you're like you know i don't know like you look at the things that we wear and then you see a little child wearing and i'm like i i honestly think that you know sometimes some of these kids do dress kind of grown but is it sexualizing because I say she she she's dressing grown? What is grown? No, that's a that's a valid question because mm-hmm. like what's grown like I don't know because I see you know the little girls running around with like the midriff shirts or the I felt real old saying midriff um, <laughs> or like the short shorts or crop top. It's, it's a crop top. Crop, <laughs> crop drop. The crop drop. <laughs> but, like, it seems like anything that's showing skin is grown. And, I mean, I don't know. Because if you look back, it used to be the guys that were wearing the midriff or crop top shirts. Like, you know what I mean? Back in the 70s, they had their bellies out. So now that a female is doing it, now it's considered grown. But it's just like, so what... What line do we cross to say, or is it just because we've sexualized everything? See, I don't know. So, me personally, I keep y'all, y'all know I'm a big fan of keeping the same energy, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of very revealing clothes. Me myself, personally, as an adult, never really been my thing. Even like when I've gone out to the bars and the clubs, I've always been pretty much full dress. Not to say that there's anything wrong with it, but my personal preference is just not having so much exposed for my own comfort. So I keep that same energy with my children. So I don't know if it's necessarily a grown thing, but I do think there's a line. And and kind of just shifting the conversation. My family, growing up, I've always been the yes man for everything, y'all. It was not, listen, I think I was, right before I moved, into the state I'm in now. I think that was my first no to my mother, ever. When I tell y'all, literally my first no ever, we went round and around and around about my no because it was so foreign to her, right? And I was so upset. I'm like, oh my God, she's being so da 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 But when I really thought about it, I'm like, had I set that boundary long time ago, mm-hmm. then we would have never been this far. So when I finally gave that no and stood on it, right? Now I've put her in a position to be like, um, who are you? You're acting different. You see what I'm saying? So every time you create boundaries, that's the first thing people say. You're acting different. You're switching up. You're like, you're just not the same person anymore. Yeah, because you can't run over me now. And I think that bothers people to to a level like I'll never understand because so now because you can't run over me you're upset with the fact that you can't run over me like it's yeah it's weird yeah um like i said i don't have problems with boundaries <laughs> i love the energy i just i need to throw this out there because like, she's like Mm-mm, i don't i don't play about none of that Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I think a lot of it had to do from me 
when I was younger. So home, I didn't get to say no or, you know what I mean, what, what was said had to go. And that has affected me because the people I trusted the most or the people who were taking care of me, it was like, you have to do what they say. So I never had to say no, but I also, you know what I mean? I was usually in safe situations. So right, I feel like if I had that option to say no in a respectful way when I was younger, boundaries wouldn't have been an issue growing up. Like I'm here I am damn near 30 and I'm just now learning to set boundaries. And it's hard. So like Coco, I how do you okay, okay. So you I I, I know you said sorry <laughs> that your boundaries have pretty much been set, right? Do you have any, like, I guess, encouragement or, like, advice for people? Because sometimes I think people, like, overthink boundaries. And then you have others who just don't think about them enough. Um, I think I learned it way earlier on. I think because my mom used to always say yes to everybody, you know. And it, I used to see, like, uh, how it would affect her sometimes. Um... And plus, I think my first word was like, no. So I think it just really just... It's been in you forever. Right, it's been in me since I was like grade one. I, I think I said to my mom first, my first word was no. So, I mean, but then again, you know, I still struggle um, wondering like, okay, so did I say that too fast or did it come off too, you know, not like I don't care or... or when somebody really asks me something and they know, I mean, a lot of people, now folks know, but know me, know, like, should I, I think they think about it first, like, should I even ask her? Because we already know. <laughs> we know that knows coming. We know, we, we know she's going to be like, and I would say it with this type of face. I mean, the audience, they can't see my face, but y'all can see my face. And it's just like, I'm already shaking my head before you even come out. So it's like I even think, a piece of bubble gum they going you gonna give him a no? No, not that. No. I'm just saying like no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like stuff that they feel like should be like they feel like it's gonna be a yes, they that it should be a yes and then it'd be a no to them and they'd be shocked. And then they learn from that, like, okay, let me learn that this is her boundaries. Like I'm really know like I've had people try to push that push my boundaries and it just wasn't a nice situation at the end because I don't you know like if you and then people have a hard time reading people too if you have a hard time reading people then yeah you might accidentally push boundaries just because you don't understand you know can't read a person but I think I've just always because I saw what it does to people who continue to say yes and they really don't want to. And I don't I don't it want that feeling. Exhausting. Right. And I don't want I have other things that I deal with that exhaust me. I can't continue I couldn't add that on. I didn't want to add that on, especially as I I got older. Younger, we really I mean, we don't even know what our boundaries are when we're younger. I just know I experienced my mom and and saw that and I don't know if as I got older it was just easier for me to remember and be like, oh no, nah, baby, I don't want that. 
and learn to say no at an earlier age. So Right, because like, I want to be that my mom. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I want to be the mom that got so many boundaries. Don't nobody want to talk to me, okay? <laughs> like, for real, because I went so long without them saying yes to everybody, being nice at work, being kind, being literally the workhorse and saying nothing, like just keeping a smile on my face. Whereas now, y'all can't feed me enough, okay? Listen, and the older I get, I really do get more careless. Like, nope, I don't care how you feel. It is what it is. There's certain things that I'm still working on as far as certain boundaries, but they're not so harmful to myself, right? And I always try to tell people, consider yourself first because nobody else, if at the end of the day, will consider you the way that you will consider yourself, right? right. They may try, they'll love you to death, but you are literally you and your own person that will care for you yourself the best. So that's always been how I've just, after I, I'm not even, listen, I felt so liberated after I told my mom, no, y'all, like, I really felt liberated. Like, I, but you couldn't tell me nothing, you hear me? Like, and after that, it was nope, 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 nope. Like, I really had no issues after that. But in the moment, I felt horrible. Like, it, it's a process to really learn those boundaries. So, like, work boundaries or, like, hmm. boundaries, like, out in like any corporate or like public setting, do you think that those, the, the lack of those boundaries comes from us having to quote unquote code switch from a young age? Mm. Um, no, mostly with, with black women anyway, you know, us setting boundaries at work, especially when you have, you know, coworkers that are white or supervisors that are, white or upper management or whatever and you set boundaries with them they look at that as being um offish. they look at that as being aggressive rude um not wanting to be a team player and all kinds of things so they i don't think that they understand how much stress that puts on on us if we don't have boundaries and then if we if we set those boundaries, then it's still still a problem. So it's damn if we do, damn if we don't. So I'm gonna be a damn if we don't, okay? And I'm just gonna put those <laughs> boundaries right there and think what you want to think, sir, ma'am, sir, ma'am, whoever. Think what you want to think. I'm gonna do this work <laughs> to the best or even better than my ability because I'm a performer at work. I believe in work ethics. That is what gets me to where I I get. Uh, my promotions and things of that nature has always been work ethic. It has never, because don't, I, I, my attitude is not bad at work. I'm very cordial, but I'm not an in-your-face type of person. And some companies have that culture where you move around by who you know or who you're mm-hmm. always talking to versus your skill set. And I've been blessed from the time that I've been there, 10 years almost, that I'm able, that people saw in me my work ethic. People understood my boundaries and looked past what they thought and, and, and looked at my work skills and how I am as, a, as an employee. But because of COVID and things and they can't see you, you know, a lot of people are going to struggle. I agree. I've I've worked for both. I've worked for uh, the social climate company, <laughs> right? 
And when I say social, I mean, if <laughs> for every new hire class, we had a happy hour. Okay. The minute they graduated, we had a happy hour and I'm not even making this up. So it's, it's interesting. Cause I've also worked on the other side where it's all business. No questions asked. We don't, we don't do happy hours. We don't hang out outside of work. Right. And I just like a happy medium because I've met some phenomenal people that I still keep contact with from that job that was a bit more social. A lot of my accolades came from that job of being able to kind of maneuver in the, the realm of business and corporate America that I am. But, the you know, I've worked another job where that social thing where I set boundaries or so I thought um, it didn't work. I worked my ass off day in and day out, y'all. I mean, every day I got blamed for everything. I was playing manager, never got the role. So I put in my two weeks. And I'm I'm notorious, y'all. I'm not even going to lie. I am notorious. When I leave a job, I'm putting everybody out on blast, okay? <laughs> everybody. You hear me? I'm not even making this up. Every job I have ever left with, with bad intent, everybody knows Ash is going to send an email and she's going to tell you about everybody who pissed her off on the way, okay? <laughs> So I'm good for it. And I'll schedule the email because I don't want to be there when it happened. I don't want to talk to y'all for real. I just want y'all to hear about it. So I'm, I'm crying. <laughs> not so serious. Girl. I'm scheduling. The message. She's not even here, guys. What is this? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I did it at my last job, right? And y'all, y'all, they, when I tell you the, the person that was above me, um, to a few places above me as far as management um she was hard okay she was very very hard right and I would come home and I'm like crying to my boyfriend like I hate her she's making my life a living hell because I didn't have boundaries yeah like bound okay so like at work boundaries never been an issue like I've always like worked and like when I first started working like, in the healthcare field, it was easy to be like, oh, you know, the residents need me, so I'm not going to say no when they ask me to work extra time. Chill. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, I learned real fast. Real, real fast. No. I And that I used to explain myself, like, calling out or not picking up extra time. And no. Mm-mm. It got to the point now where they don't call, text. That y'all know she not coming in here. I don't even know why y'all going to try to text that girl. Yeah, leave me alone. But it's so weird because in my personal life, I don't have that. Like, my 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 attempt at a boundary in my personal life is when I just don't have the energy to talk to anybody. And, like, I don't respond. Or something like that. Or she that. hit you with the okay. Don't do that. Don't. You, listen, Coco, let me tell you. So, people... She be so mad, but she won't say nothing, and she just respond with it, okay. And you be like, oh, so you mad now? You mad? What's wrong? What's going on? <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's funny because I was just getting ready to say, I think people find boundaries on the expense of it being in extreme, like work or parents, right? Something consistent. Mm-hmm. But what I think people truly lack is boundaries in friendships and relationships. Whatever that relationship looks like, I think people lack boundaries. I'm just being very honest, right? So, like, do y'all feel like you lack those boundaries? Because we may not even realize that sometimes we are not being expressive in what we feel or what has offended us. Mm. Um, no. In relationships, yeah. 
I am a pleaser in relationships. Like, I am 100% okay with catering. You know what I mean? Like, I'm okay with coming home and, you know what I mean, your stuff laid out. Or, like, I know you're set up, so maybe you have a drink after work or you roll up and we play the game after work or whatever have you. Like, I'm okay with setting that up. You go ahead, you get comfortable, and then I'll, you know, do whatever. Here's your meal. Like, I've always been that person. And I feel like, like, like in hindsight, that's a good, you know what I mean? Naturally, you care for your, your partner or whatever. But I feel like I'm such a people pleaser when it comes, like, in a relationship that I don't know how to say no. And, like, it doesn't usually bother me, but it probably should. I don't know, because I was a people pleaser. I'm not no more. I don't care enough. And I won't care enough moving forward, right? Um, but it's because I've been burned so many times being a people pleaser. And people don't return that same energy. It, it's not built in them to always do that, right? So it's almost like I've told you time and time again, stop crossing my boundaries. One of mine is dating and relationships. If we don't have an end goal, we don't have nothing. So purposeful dating. Absolutely. I really stand on that. And I really, really am an advocate for women doing the same thing is just being very intentional with what you're doing when you're dating, like have fun. But once you start to kind of tread those lines and getting a little more serious, we need to have a talk. Where is this going? Because you're not going to waste my time. I'm not young. I'm not. Now, granted, this may not apply to me, but in the same breath, I really stand on the fact that we're not getting any younger. Either you are, or you aren't shit or get off the pot. Or piss or get off the pot. Whatever the, my mom used to say. one. Right. <laughs> you either going to use it or you're not. Right. Either you, right. One way or the other. We got to make it. Listen. We got to get it moving. Like, I, and, and I get that and I hear you. And a lot of people are leaning more towards this purposeful dating. And I have no issue with that. But I think I went so backwards. I got into a relationship. We did the relationship for four years and they got married. So that is a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But I think that being my first serious relationship and then ending up in marriage and then ending up ultimately in divorce, like I've never really done the dating thing. So like, I feel like, like I said, I feel like I'm working backwards because I've been to the highest extent of a relationship. Now it's kind of like, okay, boom, we're back at square one. But what really is square one when you've never really dated? Because like at this point, it's like everybody else is purposeful dating, but I'm trying to figure out kind of what I like. Like, and then it's like, I always feel, I always say, I feel like like damaged goods or something (laughs) because I've already been there. So it's kind of like, y'all, y'all got to play. I've been in the, in the, you know, the more serious end of the pond and now I got to come back to this and y'all are still playing around. So like, I don't know where to go from there. First of all, ain't, ain't not in there. Not one of us, nobody's damaged goods. Let's make that very clear. Okay. Secondly, just because you started early with a, like what most people are trying to get to as far as a final result, does not mean that you are going backwards. 
Let's be very clear, okay? There are too many people that are single and living it up. When you feel ready, that's when you'll start dating with intention. That's all I was ever saying is when you feel ready, then you'll start dating with intention. Until then, Girl, it's no point. My daddy is my daddy. <laughs> But seriously, like, that's when you'll be ready. Like, all right, cool. Now I'm ready. And that's when you'll start having those conversations. But if you're just trying to figure it out and, and testing the waters and figuring out what you do and don't like, that is absolutely okay. But that should be a boundary for yourself. Hey, listen, I'm not ready for a relationship if that's what you really mean. I don't know if everybody always means that when they say it. They just say it because they haven't found it. Okay. No, I get that. Like, I know what I want 100%. I like I'm willing to go back down the serious relationship road. I'm willing to to go back into marriage if it gets there. I'm not, you know, first conversation. So you either gonna marry me or you're not. Whoa, wait a minute! Like you didn't even ask me what my birthday was or nothing. So like I'm not like aggressive in that sense. It's kind of like cool, have fun until you find that person. That kind of oh, okay, so. I like having fun, but you seem like you can get serious too. So let's let's dig a little deeper into conversation. Let's let's figure out a little bit more than your surface convo. And my problem, well, I I won't even say it's a problem because I can carry a conversation, and like I see that a lot where people can't carry conversations with other people. So it's like y'all have nothing to talk about. Ah and did so much stuff like I can pretty much talk to you about anything sports music art anything we can have a conversation about we can sit and talk about aliens if you want to I can sit and have those deep conversations and it's a lot of people who don't like having those deep conversations these days because everything is so face value instant gratification but see, see, I'm the not oven in this microwave society, and I think that's the problem. I hear you, right? But but then you're living in a society that we live in a hookup culture. So again, and I feel so. We all like to argue and say that we're not this and we're not that, and then we we literally do exactly what we say we don't want. I don't know if we really truly set our boundaries in the way that like we're exploring it. Like it's, it's more than just, Oh, I'm not doing that. Or, Oh, you can't get me to do that. It's really like what it's almost expectations for yourself. No one else. Cause I don't believe in having expectations for nobody else. Right. Right. Just yourself. They should be a, a good human on their own. If they have good expectations for themselves, they'll be a good person. Right. So like everybody should focus on self in that aspect, but boundaries can get, even get as deep as like, Am I willing to thrive in a hookup culture looking for a relationship? Or is my boundary that I'm not entertaining that? I'm not going to, I'm not entertaining that. And the person that wants me will find me or I'll find them. Or you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I think sometimes we like surface, like a surface level boundary kind of thing. But sometimes I think we shoot ourselves in the foot by not having deeper boundaries. Like if I know he has six baby moms and this is not to slight anybody who has six baby moms and takes care of them. But if you're not <laughs> right, like you see what I'm saying? Like I obviously can tell that you probably, um, I don't know, aren't very committed to commitment. Right. Right. And that's not to say you never could be, but I at this moment, say, but that's almost kind of not fair 
You know what I mean? Because some people, some people do finally have that aha moment. And yeah, they might have gone through the, you know, all their baby moms, but they finally find someone that's like, oh, this one's probably worth settling down for. This one's worth my time, my energy, my, my, you know, my aspirations. You know what I mean? Like, and then they're discounted, like you just said. It's kind of like, oh, well, maybe you fear commitment. Okay, I did fear commitment, but now I've had my aha moment, but they're already counted out. No, they weren't counted out. You can have six baby moms and be perfectly fine by me. The issue is, how recent are they? Okay, because you can't, you can have that aha moment. That's where the regular dating comes in. We're just going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And then I get to learn your character. And then we start intentional dating, right? That's, that can become, okay, you, you're a good person. Or, hey, you are ready for commitment. Mm-hmm. But see, me personally, my boundary? Mm, no, he's counted out. I'm sorry. Right? But only on the strength of I know my boundary is that's a lot of personalities. That is a lot of different interactions, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a lot to take on. And that's not something that I can handle. And that's not to slight them. But knowing me, I would give them hell day in and day out of just trying to figure things out. Like, I, yeah, I, would, I, I wouldn't be a good partner for them. Mm-hmm. Right? I get what you're saying. But that's because I, I understand those deeper boundaries of myself. Like, I don't have the capacity to to cater to that many households i just don't right (laughs) right like i can barely focus on my own when i had one kid and i was single let alone carrying a a whole nother six or five or three or two so what if he has custody of all those does that does that make a difference absolutely because he's in the same household that's it. I, I mentally, I scatterbrain normally enough, right? <laughs> right. So, like, if you put me in, like, seven households at that point, just this, just this example. Right. But if you put me in that many households, I can barely focus on my one. Right. Right. I just got yelled at today because we were having a conversation, and I completely dazed out, like, oh. And he was, like, he's looking out the window. I'm like, you okay? He's like, uh, I don't know. I was just having a full conversation with myself. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm sorry, but I couldn't do it. I would not be a good fit for that person. They definitely have a fit. It's just not, not me. Good. Got it. Now, I get that. I, I respect that. I just, I don't know. And I think that's kind of where dating comes in because I don't know. Like, I'm so comfortable with the fact now that pretty much everybody in our age, we're almost 30. So pretty much everybody in our age bracket has a kid. And I'm okay with the type of father you are says a whole lot to me though like uh sir i've never seen your kid i don't know and that, that's not to say like i want to meet your kids but like most people somehow figure out how to finagle their kid into the conversation and i love it like we could be talking about anything oh yeah well my son likes this this this, and this like right it's that random right. sprinkle of like my kid you can tell a lot about a person of just listening to how they speak about their child and it's some men that i forget have kids and i don't like it because it's kind of like you're not with your kid enough to even randomly sprinkle a tidbit of a fact like if we're watching a movie oh that's my kid's favorite character and see that's where i always try to get people to navigate specifically verbalizing what their boundaries are instead of just saying what others are and what you you see in them 
what is your boundary? Because that's how sometimes how we forget to set them. So like, okay, okay, really? Like, you know, <laughs> when you, I told y'all, scatterbrain. I literally go everywhere in my mind. So if you don't have boundaries, what does your world look like? I mean, everybody has boundaries. That's what I'm, right. I feel like everybody has boundaries. They just may not know that they have them until something happens that creates them to be like, okay, yep, that was one. (laughs) Don't do that again. Do you see what I'm saying? But for those that may not acknowledge that they have boundaries, what does that world look like? I mean, I guess it's kind of hard for me to relate because like I said, I've always had boundaries. I've always been able to recognize my boundaries. So when I say something, I mean it. So it's kind of hard for me to be like, oh, well, should I? Maybe it's a fly on second guess and be like, should I not say? I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't call it a flaw for real. I mean, I think that's a no, I don't. I kind of wish I had that no second guess. So being the person I am, like, (laughs) I run before I answer a question or before anything, I go through every possible scenario in my head. So much so that I probably won't even say anything to somebody. I mean, to be honest, and, you know, I'm just going to keep it real. Some people just need help with, I guess, learning to to do better with that. Because that type, that would drive me crazy. I cannot, like, question. It's like, it seems like that you would question everything. Everything, every day. And I can't, I can't live like, I cannot, like, that would literally drive me crazy outside of the crazy that's that I'm already in. So, I just I Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like I do you literally run through like do you are do you have a therapist? Because that's what they're for. They're they're the ones that's supposed to help you learn how to recognize your boundaries and stick to those boundaries and not put yourself through that. Like that's mentally <laughs> exhausting. It like is. it is. I, there's no way. Like there's no way like it's hard it's like everybody like i was watching i actually posted the video it was a girl who was saying how they glamorize this self-love and self-healing and all that on social media but nobody tells you the work and the tears Hmm. and the 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 most uncomfortable this is the most uncomfortable I have ever been. But I can't stop because on the other end, it'll be a much better place. But in order to completely love who you are, you have to go back into those dark places and unpack everything that you've packed away. So, no, it's not this. It's it's not bubblegums and unicorns and fucking rainbows it's a lot of tears and a lot of realization and a lot of understanding and like reteaching yourself who you are and who you can be and it's it's a worth it's worth it it's just hard it is and when i learned boundaries i actually lost a lot of friends, friends. and i would say that they were friends um I don't know if I can stand on that statement as strong, right? Because when I really started to kind of come into myself and become who I actually was at my core, a lot of people then realized that 
I guess they had expectations that I felt I had to live up to. Mm-hmm. And I think you know. at that point, like you trying to figure out who your friends are. If you set a boundary and it offends someone so bad to the point where your changing happens instead of, oh, well, maybe I was wrong in the situation. How could I have been better? If it doesn't make them self-reflect, like maybe they just shouldn't have been your friend to begin with. Right. Have y'all ever crossed anybody's boundaries and knowingly did it? Never? No. Are y'all serious? I'm serious. Because I don't, I mean, I know, I guess, like I said, it's some people, like, like I said, with me, I, I can read people very well. So I just, because I know how I feel if somebody crossed my boundaries. And so I don't want that back because then I'll get, yeah. So I just, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, Elena, I can read people really, really well. Facial expressions, energies, which you don't say, I can pick up on. So I, I can, I can read vibes really well. So if I feel like, and it might not even be that, but if I feel like you're like uncomfortable or something is wrong, I'll say something to you like, hey, like you cool. Or if I feel like I'm the reason you're uncomfortable, hey, we need to talk like what's going on. And most of the time I'm probably overthinking it, but I think that kind of helps with not crossing someone's boundaries because at that point is, okay, your body language is a little bit off or you texting you text me with a one word answer in a period at the end like are you, like you cool like did I say something wrong <laughs> like I think that over cautious is what causes me to not overstep. See, no, 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 no. I wish, right? I ain't even gonna lie. Y'all gave some really good examples of like why you wouldn't cross somebody's boundaries. <laughs> um, beautiful, beautiful. Um, yeah, that's oh, not over. And knock all this shit over. <laughs> that wasn't. Jesus be offense. Listen, (laughs) all I'm saying is I've done it intentionally and it may not be something as like transgressing their, their, their like physical safety. Um, but I have surely crossed boundaries in the past with people and it's not something I'm proud of. Right. But I can speak to it now because obviously I'm a better person because of these things, unfortunately at the expense of them. Now that's not to say they didn't cross mine. Okay. We, it was almost that, you know, that toxic thing people like to talk about, you know, that back and forth, uh, we crossing each other's boundaries today, know that. But something as simple as the leave me alone word or phrase. I what? You want me to what? After that. What? You want me to what? Don't play with me. I will call you 16 different ways and I will block my number. Now, again, this was all in the past. (laughs) Okay. But it's it's a very true story, and that is crossing someone's boundaries that people don't think about. A lot of people don't think about the harassment of that and how that is crossing someone's boundary. Or, like, they walk out the house when y'all are having a, a, a debate or an argument, and you run after them. Don't run after That's crossing a... Please. Right. Don't, 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 don't. don't. I get it. I get it. And, and I agree. <laughs> you know, again, it was because I didn't have boundaries, so I didn't know when people were, like, violating me mm-hmm. and my boundaries right the obvious ones of course you're going to know those that's what you're taught right but it's those small ones so like you know let's let's keep it in typical fashion do y'all have any suggestions for creating a boundary having a boundary or just a hell no we ain't doing none of it 
either you know how to develop your boundary or you don't. And it has to start, to me, it has to start at an earlier enough age where you're able to develop more to say no. Like, starting it at, trying to learn it at, well, I'm not saying that you can't learn it at an older age, because you can. But by that time, you probably already have put yourself through trauma and stuff like that by not being, by not having, you know, healthy boundaries. Like I said, that's why I advocate for therapy, because I think professionals are the ones that can are able to walk you through that and on how to do it the the most healthy way without causing more trauma to yourself true and you know therapy is a form of self-care right because the younger you are the easier it is for you to kind of like i'm not saying that young people don't experience trauma but what i'm saying is that it's it's a little bit more easier to move on from. As you get older, you you tend to take in trauma. And sit, yeah, and it does. A, to me, I feel like it does more damage as you are when you're older and you're dealing with trauma. So it's it's a big deal to me. But then again, because I feel like I you know have was able to hone that in a long time ago. You know, I don't struggle with it. But people that don't have no boundaries, I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen them. They stress me out, and I can't do it. I'm that person that lane walk past me like, "Oh hell, and I can never be me." I tell you what, and then I, and then it's only so much. You like, I like, I, look, I love you, but I can't. I, it's only so much of you. Without your boundaries, I'm gonna be able to do because you're not supposed to pour all that on me. See, you know, I listen to it for for a little minute. But I'm gonna be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we got to, we got to gather you some, some, some boundaries. We got to gather them, up, gather them up, and throw them where they need to go, because just sprinkle them everywhere. Yes, <laughs> not for the word me. Check out pop up cones and shit. Now nah, that's a boundary here. Go right. throw it there. Yeah. There's where you put right it, there's where you baby, it. take that over there. Mm-mm, you didn't put it hard enough. You got it right there. Right. And people need friends like that, though, because, you know, not everybody is going to want to listen to that. And that doesn't make them not a friend. Right. Um, Because they may want to like we said it before. Coco and Elle both said it before where I'm going to help you figure out a a resolution. You see what I'm saying? Like, we'll get to that end goal. But all of this. Not everybody's built to deal with that, especially if they have their own things they're dealing with. And it's like. I can't take on yours right. too, because again, back to you got to be responsible for self. Friends like that are good. I feel like it comes from like a protective standpoint, like your friends being that protector. Like it's so weird for me to not have boundaries. I usually kind of step in when something's happening or when somebody's boundaries are being crossed, or and it's so weird because I like I was thinking about it the other day, how do you? notice someone else's boundaries and when they're being violated but you can't you don't hear young. yours uh-uh. I, I, <laughs> uh-uh. no Mm-mm. she said Mm-mm. coco not playing today she came to keep listening uh-uh. <laughs> don't be trying to step in over here on this boundary and yours is lost in the sauce don't do it stay over there fix your own imaginary lines that you can't find and let the man red over there Mm-mm. 
she said paint your own boundary lines before you come across right. mine please if you really think about it she's right to some degree right but i think you're doing it l possibly just out of just sheer people pleasing you want to help everybody else and then forget about yourself and that is taxing on you life makes things very blurry just being very honest here right i'm listen i'm so proud of us ladies you know it's it's been a great conversation and our girl coco is back Hell. all right and then also follow us on our ig at sis dot i tell you what thank you for listening and terrible but it's beautiful and loves the same